What's up, bitches? You're tuning in to the Unpromised 20s. I'm Alexis. I'm Angelina. I'm Brianna. And I'm Brooke. <laughs> um, we today had the pleasure of interviewing the queen of aesthetics. She has paved her way through the world of injectables, and when she's not working her magic in the office, she is teaching yoga. Welcome to the podcast, Brooke. Thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> so excited to we have you. We're excited. <laughs> <laughs> Can you um, start off telling us just a little about yourself? All right, where do we start? <laughs> so my name's Brooke, as we introduced already before. I am 31 years old. I have been a nurse for probably like seven years now, I'd say. Okay. Started in cardiac ICU, so I worked all through COVID during the pandemic, so that was that was interesting. Oh, wow. my God. Um, yoga's probably what saved my life and really just helped me process all my emotions. So I became a yoga teacher right after the pandemic, and then I pivoted into the world of aesthetics. So how I got into this, which we'll get into a little bit about later, but um, I had the opportunity from my best friend, Sam, Becker and Dr. Sam on Instagram. She actually asked me if I wanted to be hired where she works, and now here we are. So that's, that's what it's all about. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you always know that you wanted to be a nurse growing up? Yeah, which is crazy, though, because nobody in my family is in the medical field at all, <laughs> which is why would I ever want to go into that career, right? But yeah, I've always known that I've wanted to be a nurse and help other people, so. That's so awesome. Yeah. Are you currently living in the city? I used to live in the city, and right now I'm back in South Jersey, so about 20 minutes over the bridge. Oh, yeah, that's where we yeah. are. Mm-hmm. Um, how would you describe your experience as a floor nurse? Oh, I honestly <laughs> wish I would have kept a journal during all this, because yeah. some of the stories... Any type of body fluid, it's probably going to be one time or another. Um, so I worked at Cooper Trauma in their ICU. So okay. you can imagine the patient population over there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, crazy, unpredictable, emotionally draining, but also very rewarding. So I wouldn't change my experience whatsoever at all, being a nurse. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. especially during COVID, like that was rough. That was really rough. So during COVID, I was at Penn Presbyterian and their cardiac ICU. So the sickest of the sick were there. Mm -hmm. Um, You got to know family members like they were your own family. Mm -hmm. So that emotional attachment was super hard. We had patients in there anywhere from 16 until their late 80s. So it ranged from all over the place, Uh, male, female, younger, older, and it was just, thank God of the nurses that I had on the floor at that time, they were family to me. I would have never have made it through without them. So it was a tough, yeah. really tough. Mm-hmm. It's so funny that we worked at the same place. Like we yeah. probably passed each other a million times and just didn't even, everyone was so like geared up. You couldn't even tell who was no, who. You looked like a spaceman. Yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> um, how, what would you, so you did say like your biggest yeah. inspiration would definitely be the nurses. Like you guys really just like clung mm-hmm. on to each other and that's how you basically got through COVID. Uh, and dark humor. You have to have a dark sense of humor. <laughs> I'm serious because if you weren't laughing through some of it though, you were going to cry and become yeah. super emotional. So definitely disconnected from your body a little bit. But again, those nurses having that like person to lean on, you're like looking at them from across the room as the patient's coding and like you knew you had somebody. Yeah. I mean, that you couldn't have done it without them. Truthfully. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what made you start in this new area of nursing? Well, nobody dies here, so let's start with that. <laughs> <laughs> right. so Much lighter. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I've always wanted to be an aesthetic nurse. It's just yeah. it's a super competitive field. Yeah. Um, I've been pushing probably for the last three, four years to get into this mm-hmm. aesthetic world, but the right opportunity just wasn't presenting itself, so I kind of let go of it. Mm-hmm. I stepped into yoga, 
and then this happened. Like a week it's later, so crazy. she calls me. It's when crazy. you let go of things, yeah. the universe just kind of. If it's meant of, to be, it's gonna happen. At, and that here we are. So now you're literally in Rittenhouse doing injections. Uh, like, did crazy. you ever dream of that? <laughs> Not in Rittenhouse, but I dreamed that I'd be on this path. So it's crazy that when you actually dream something, to see it all come true in mm -hmm. front of you. So sometimes it's I have this outer body experience. Or I'm like, how's this happening? Is this <laughs> this like, is my life. Is crazy? <laughs> but yeah. What's your schedule like? Um, so right now I'm five days a week, Monday to Friday. It's nine to five, nine to I guess like three or four. It's a little different for me being in the hospital. It's three twelve, so mm -hmm. I love my random days off during the week. But this I feel a lot more normal, is what I would say. Mm -hmm. So I mean, I can go home, still take yoga classes, still teach yoga. So it's it's a lot nicer than the three twelve. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, what do you think, like, the biggest misconception is when it comes to nurse injectors? I don't... Honestly, I feel like I don't look like your typical nurse injector. Maybe moving into how we're progressing, it's more accepted, right? Like, tattoos are more mm -hmm. accepted. Botox and filler are more ex accepted. I just... Most nurse injectors, I think people think, like, they're fake. And they're not, right? Mm -hmm. Like, we are out here doing the work, making people feel beautiful. So some people, they're like, oh, that's what you do. Like, I've even had people say, you wasted your education. But what people don't realize is I'm changing people's lives still. Mm -hmm. yeah. People sit in my chair and they leave crying sometimes because they can't believe that they look like that because they're so happy. So for me, you're helping people still. I'm just helping people. Just a different, different yeah. Different yeah. Um, do you think you've ever ran into the injectors that do come off like how social media pre presents them because I feel like with, with experience I have I mm -hmm. personally haven't gotten filler or Botox but I have gone with my mom places and stuff and there are some out there that I'm just like oh okay like they just come off like in a certain way that you're like oh like yeah you know no, like, yeah absolutely it's an intimidating place to be you're yeah. super vulnerable you have somebody injecting into your yeah. face right so trust is everything yeah. um have i experienced that yes yeah. but i've experienced that in any walk of life in the yoga oh, studio yeah. in the nurse and in, in the nurse in the hospital <laughs> <laughs> but yeah you come across all those people yeah. so what i try to bring to those people is just that softness that vulnerability yeah. and just be my most authentic self yeah. because when my patients sit in my chair, I want them to feel comfortable. I want them to be able to relate to me. So mm -hmm. I just try to change that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's awesome that you do that because I feel like social media definitely persuade, like, persuades um, our audience or just everyone that injectors are like have a heart and, and like, not personable. Yeah. It's tough. So I really try to portray that. I yeah. work really hard on my Instagram. Like I want you to be like, oh, that's like my girl. Like yeah. that's my friend. Like it's truthfully. Mm -hmm. No, you came in today. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, I love her. Yeah. <laughs> I've literally cute. followed you and Sam for so long. Oh, that's. Awesome. And then Very when I saw you guys, I was like, oh my god, like she is so cute. <laughs> We try, we try, really. We just want patients to feel comfortable. That's yeah. It. That's, That's huge. Awesome. How did you, like, get started in yoga? Oh. Was this always a passion? So, I've probably been practicing yoga for about 10 years now. I got into it in college because I was just like, mm, why not just try? Mm -hmm. I really probably dove into my practice the last five years where I really became a student. And then through COVID, I disconnected from my body. I needed a practice to feel. And that's where I found the studio that I teach at now, Tripod Yoga. Um, so it's a power vinyasa class. And when I would get done my 12-hour shifts, and I had that shell of a human up, right? Mm -hmm. I would go into these classes and sweat, and it would be hard. And I could think about nothing else but that moment. And I would mm -hmm. leave and just cry. And it was a way for me to feel my body, to reconnect with, like, 
who I was. Yeah, you're like shutting down for what like yeah. go, for what you're going through. You have to shut down, basically. You have to, or else you wouldn't be able to do the job. Mm -hmm. So that, in that sense, because of what it did for my life, I wanted to be able to give that experience to other people. So that's why I chose to become a yoga teacher as well. That's awesome. Yeah. I can well, truly, do yoga. <laughs> everybody can do yoga. I promise you. Yoga is not just the physical. It's the mind, body, spirit. It's the whole connection. It's really just, we get one life, right? Like, yeah. so as much as COVID was a hard time for me mm -hmm. to go through, I wouldn't change it for the world because it gave me such different perspective. The things that I thought mattered don't matter anymore. Mm -hmm. The big things that you would get stressed out about, whether your hair, a boy, makeup, anything, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Life's so short, and every day you can find something that makes you happy. So truly, like yoga, it's not just the physical. It's not just trying to get upside down and do cool poses. Yeah. <laughs> it's really just going through life with this eyes wide open and cup half, like full, is really what it is. I so. started hot yoga um, during COVID, and it was amazing. Like, I love it. Yeah. It was just so, like... I feel like nobody understands that when you go it's in, the especially yoga I was like sweating, yeah, like, <laughs> and I'm just like every all my worries like are just left at the door, and, and that's it's it. just like I'm like you feel so embodied yeah. when you're done. You're like shit. This mm -hmm. is fucking great. The six yeah. a.m. I was like, all right, I'm gonna have a great day. Yeah, nothing bothers you. You're yeah. like traffic, someone yelling at you. You have a great day. You have such a different <laughs> perspective, but yeah. Where's your studio located? Um, in Mantua, New Jersey is where I teach. Nice. Tribe hot yoga, yes. Do you guys offer hot yoga? We do. That's awesome. So I actually, um, I teach this class like once a month. It's fun. It's a galaxy class, like under the stars. I turn all the lights out. Super oh, cool. slow flow, but um, 8.30 at night on a Wednesday. Have to oh, wow. Stop. We'll be there in the back. It's fun. That's awesome. Um, so we have like a few questions about aesthetics that are just like, what the general public thinks and sure. just give your take on it. Mm -hmm. um, how do you handle a patient who may have, you know, they come into the office and you can tell that they've gone overboard and they're asking for more. How are you dealing with that? <laughs> oh, that happens a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and again, like you don't want to tell somebody, no, you did too much or you can't have any more mm -hmm. because they're coming to you for your honest opinion. But you almost have to like put it back into like their hands like they're making their own decisions so I'll sit there and I'll ask a patient what do you want to highlight what do we want to enhance a little bit and if they're looking at me and they're like I need Botox and we're not moving I really just try to go back to what it's used for how long you're like it's supposed to last or I'll maybe I'll move it to you look amazing right now maybe we can do something else or I'll talk about skincare I try to just like shift the conversation mm -hmm. without telling anybody no um but it, there are those patients that won't take no for an answer so I tell them this is my professional and honest opinion if you don't agree with it that's okay and I will have no hard feelings if you want to go somewhere else so I if it's something that I really feel strongly about mm -hmm. and I don't feel comfortable or safe administering that treatment or I do think it's too much then I have no problem voicing my opinion and telling that patient no that's huge yeah. because there are, I'm sure, a lot of people out there are like, you want that? Okay, here you go. You know, like. Yeah, and to me, it's not about money, right? Like, I can yeah. do that all day long and take mm -hmm. patients' money, but that's not what they're here for. Like, again, coming back to, I can actually help people in this job, and that's what I want to continue to do. I'm not just going to complete a service just because I'm going to make money. Mm -hmm. And again, that's my name on that, too. So mm -hmm. I am very authentic and honest, and I just always want to keep that no mm -hmm. matter what I do. Can you, um, like, educate our listeners a little bit sure. on, like, filler versus Botox, you know, what you should be doing, what you shouldn't? Because this is a side note. I was just talking <laughs> to my cousin, and I was like, yeah, you know, like, the one time I got, like, the Botox for a lip flip, and she was like, why did you do that? And I was like, I don't know. I thought that was fine to do. So I think that there's just a lot of misconceptions if you could just, like, clear things up and kind of explain 
the procedures a little bit. All right, so this will be fun. So I'm going to go around and ask all three, what are some misconceptions that you have? So what's one thing, the Botox lip flip, we can go from there. Yeah. That is a thing. So there's nothing wrong with that. People, when they smile and their lip kind of turns yeah. under, like, let's see, smile. You're like, well, that's okay. Like, it turns under a little, yeah. so a Botox lip flip, <laughs> which I did to myself, and I'll never do it again because I don't need it. <laughs> like, my lips are bigger to begin with, but Botox lip flip, it will help your lip to kind of show more of the pink. So it's really great for people that have a smaller upper lip that when they smile, it kind of disappears. So that's one misconception right there that yeah. you don't need to, but how about you? Um, oh, I don't know. Um, Botox mm -hmm. uh, related to migraines. Um, I feel like I had a lot of, I struggle with migraines sure. and I had a lot of doctors say Botox, 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 but I'm very nervous yep. to stick my face, obviously. <laughs> um, I, I, and I want, I actually want to, um, do nurse aesthetics. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I want to know like more about it. Like why Botox for migraines? Like, I feel like I've never heard something like that and then I heard more about like how they're doing Botox like for um, hemorrhoids for mm -hmm. pregnant people now so I feel like I don't know like just like the migraine part of it and I don't know. So Botox really it's like the miracle drug yeah. right like people even explain being like happier almost afterwards yeah. but Botox for migraines they do do that um, it's covered by insurance but that's a neurologist and it's the injections are different than what I would do for cosmetically now you have to figure out the cause of the migraines mm -hmm. or where is the source coming from. Some people will get migraines because of TMJ yeah. from grinding their teeth. So that's something that I can treat. So there's a muscle called your masseter muscle that mm -hmm. when you clench down, you can kind of see that little ball mm -hmm. that happens yeah. right there, which I need mine done, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> but you can inject Botox into the masseter muscle to stop okay. with grinding of your teeth. So that's a really big thing that can help people. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's actually, I've yeah. never heard of that. Interesting, awesome. right? Yeah. So you got some, a lot of people? For that, for that, actually, I do. So some girls will find on TikTok, male, female, that it slims the jaw. And of course, that's a side effect that everybody wants. Yeah. But not everybody needs their masseter muscles injected. Um, my sister's a dental hygienist, so she actually refers a lot of people to me because some dentist office will do Botox. Mm -hmm. But they refer out because if they can't use a night guard and a night guard isn't working, then Botox can be used for TMJ yeah. and grinding up the teeth. I'm like, I have to tell my stepdad that. Uh, <laughs> it is probably one of my favorite treatments. If I could pick one area of my face, it's my masseters. For really? Sure. Yeah. That's surprising. Yeah, I know. All right. That's insane. Let's hear your question. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I like came in today like just wanting to get educated about this whole thing because like yeah. no one in my family has ever got anything done. And I always like feel like TikTok... Like we all talked about, like, it's he, he said, she said. So yeah. how long would you say they last for? Because I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, it's not worth it. It's only going to last a couple months. And then people are like, it does last like eight months, depending yeah. on like, is everybody different or does so it? So depending on Botox or filler, but I'm going to stop you there when people say it's not worth it. We all get our hair and nails done, right? Yeah. Is that worth mm -hmm. it? So <laughs> right? if yeah. it makes you feel good, it is exactly. absolutely worth it. So let's start there. Um, Botox, though, FDA approved three to four months. So three to four months, every patient's coming back for a treatment. As far as fillers, it depends on how your body metabolizes it. Filler is hyaluronic acid. Um, hyaluronic acid, our body actually produces, mm -hmm. and that's what keeps our face looking nice and hydrated. Um, so lip filler, not only does it make your lips a little bit bigger, but it actually hydrates the lips as well. So people get so scared of a syringe of filler, mm -hmm. they're like, I don't want my lips to look huge. One syringe of filler is equivalent to a blueberry. So it takes half of that. That's crazy. Right? So when you think about that, I'm a visual person. You're yeah. like, wait, wait a minute. So you're like, how do her lips look huge? 
it's multiple syringes yeah. done over multiple appointments. Mm -hmm. But one syringe of filler, it takes half of that blueberry to hydrate your lips, to take all the lines out of the lips. The other half of the syringe, you're using for a little bit of detail work and height, but you're really not gonna get those huge lips until the third, fourth syringe. Mm -hmm. So that's, I think, the misconception why people are so scared, because they see botched or bad work, and they mm -hmm. think that's what it's gonna look like. But filler, when it's done correctly in the hands of a, an aesthetically trained nurse, it looks phenomenal. It can help you look younger, it can help you age gracefully, and can really balance the face. Mm -hmm. So it's phenomenal. You convinced me. Yeah, <laughs> no, that, like, I, and I think just saying that, that it, it takes multiple syringes. Multiple. Like, what we're seeing on, not everyone, but a majority of social media, like, they just, the girls have, like, the huge lips. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh my gosh, like, I, I can't even imagine that on me. But like you're saying, it, that's multiple visits. That's multiple. not right away at all. So another, I guess, the visual would be, so five syringes equal, I think it's a teaspoon or a tablespoon. I have a chart over there that I'll show you guys, but just think about that. So when somebody comes in and they say they want their face balanced and they're like, I only want one syringe, how am I putting a blueberry, splitting that blueberry over your <laughs> oh, oh, face? <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, though, so I really try to be open and honest with my patients about mm -hmm. goals and expectations because it can be expensive. So sometimes that might not be the route for them. They might want to save, do something mm -hmm. else go towards surgery, but I like to be transparent. It takes a lot to really make a difference. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Do you have any interest on the surgery side of it? So where we're at right now, um, Dr. Kirk Lozada that you met earlier, mm -hmm. he's a facial plastic surgeon. So it's cool that I got to kind of see both. He does a lot of in-office procedures, but he specializes in rhinoplasty and facial plastic surgery. So I get to see a little bit of both. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so get I to... get to do the liquid facelifts, and then yeah. he does the surgical facelifts, yeah. which is fun. Do you ever get to like help assist him or anything? I've been in a couple of surgeries yeah. and I'm one of those people that love that. Like I yes. love watching all <laughs> yeah. that and he knows that too. So whenever I get the opportunity to, I love to stop in there. You're and like <laughs> oh, I'm like, what do you got going on in there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Did you feel like you had a hard time like you went from the hospital to being um, in the aesthetic side of nursing? Did you have a hard time like with yourself and wanting to do different things to yourself or no? As far as treating myself, yes, like, yeah, do yeah. it more? Absolutely no, because I guess I have always prided myself on trying to be authentic and the best version of myself, right? And these young girls, you guys included, you see TikTok, Instagram, mm -hmm. and we all think that's what people actually look like. Yeah. Instagram, a reminder right now, is fake. Nothing on there is real. They are not real people. Mm -hmm. There's edits, and guess what? It's okay, but mm -hmm. to compare yourself to these people... That's what makes me sad because we are all beautiful in our own way. Mm -hmm. There is nothing that needs to be changed about anybody. So when people come to sit in my chair, the first thing that I ask them is, what do you love about yourself? Aww. And I like to start the question with that. And then what do you want to enhance? It's not like, what can we change? How can we mm -hmm. fix that? Because I don't want to fix anything. Mm -hmm. I just want to enhance what we already have. Yeah. So for me, um, I'm 31. I probably got into skincare when I was like 25, I would say. Mm -hmm. First Botox treatment was 24. Now. This I'll lead into, people think that you have to be older to get Botox. It is all about genetics and how we age. Looking at you, you have no resting lines right now. It's all about when you start to see those creases in your face. You have a tiny bit of resting lines, mm -hmm. so you could start if you wanted to, and you don't have resting lines either. Now, me at 24 years old, I had a huge crease in the middle of my forehead. If I didn't do that preventatively, when I got older, I would have to fill that with filler. So that's what you, the misconception is, is you should wait till you get older. Botox is preventative. Mm -hmm. So the second that you start seeing any static lines, that's when you can come in. Um, I guess then what else? 
for me, I lost a ton of weight through COVID, so I have no volume to my mid face. We can actually show my before and after. I think I have it on my Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, I had no weight here. And as we get older, we have bone reabsorption, volume loss to our, our mid face, and our skin kind of grows. So you get that skin that's kind of hanging down here, and yeah. you have no life to your face. So filler can add volume. So I've had my cheeks done, multiple syringes over, um, I guess, like several appointments with Sam. But again, I always wanted to keep it natural, like just mm -hmm. add that volume back. I've had my lips done, but I guess when I was younger as well, the thing was in, like to be big lips. Mm -hmm. And I had big lips, so my lips were definitely refilled at one point. <laughs> so now they're dissolved, they're refilled, and I haven't had them done in over a year and a half. So like I am more so towards the natural side. Yeah. Um, Botox, obviously, and I'm crazy with skincare. If there is anything that I can tell anyone to do, skincare. You can spend money on Botox and filler all day long, but if you don't take care of your skin, that is what's going to age you. Mm -hmm. I promise you I look younger now than I did at 25, which is crazy because I changed my skincare routine. That's what so, we're all getting into yeah. now. Please, we we are always skincare. getting facials now. <laughs> Good. Now Good. we're hooked. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's the best, though. I mm. mean, and again, people can look at it as vain, but to me, I look at it as it's you're honoring your body. You're taking care of yourself, right? Mm -hmm. You show up, look good, feel good. You're going to feel good on the inside, and you're going to bring that out into the universe in every day. So, Can you tell us a little about your skincare routine? Oh, where do I start? <laughs> I now. <laughs> yeah, so I, let's see. We can go through in the morning, wash my face in the morning. Always use a vitamin C serum. Vitamin C serum, I mean, you can get any type of vitamin C serum over the counter, but... You're too active, which is your vitamin C and your vitamin A. You mostly will know that as like a retinol. Um, they should be medical grade. They really, really should. They're the ones that are going to protect you, antioxidant protection, anti-aging properties, and just overall texture of the skin. So after I wash my face, I use a really good vitamin C serum. Uh, my favorite moisturizer right now is Triple Lipid by SkinCeuticals. It feels like butter on your face. <laughs> and then an SPF. So in the wintertime, I really keep it very light. I'm not using anything that's drying my skin, but in the winter time is the time to really go into those peels, lasers, mm -hmm. exfoliating the skins, um, using a higher concentration of retinol. So right now I am kind of trying to purge my skin a little bit. I just had a laser done the other day, clear and brilliant, um, but I get facials probably once a month, at least I try to. Uh, I hardly ever wear makeup. If I mm -hmm. don't have to, I prefer not to. Washing my face morning and nighttime and really just making sure I have SPF on. I don't care if it's in the wintertime, it's raining out, please protect your skin. Yeah. So that's a little bit about what I got. Yeah, I can't stop looking at your skin. It's <laughs> literally <laughs> so, it's so pretty. It's glowing. Yeah, no, it is. That's Thank why you. I was like, skincare My, my favorite compliment. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, keep it going. <laughs> um, what would you say one of your most like hate it trends that people come in they're like I see this and I want it so I think it's not so much a trend anymore because I think we really are pivoting more towards the natural side of aesthetics mm -hmm. but I think the trend was was to look fake right like mm -hmm. to come in to have big lips to like really knew that you had something done mm -hmm. so I guess you could say I, I disliked that but now we are kind of pivoting towards this. Everyone's trying to like wear less makeup, mm -hmm. like just look a better version of themselves. So I, I don't really see any trends right now that I would disagree with, unless there's any that you see on TikTok that you want to talk about right now. But that was one that I really disliked that I'm glad that we're moving yeah. away from. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think that the, um, I think Kylie Jenner also, like she kind of pivoted that whole like yeah. big lip era. Mm -hmm. And everyone was like, oh my God, I need my lips to look like that. So yeah, yeah I would probably agree. Yeah. Do people come in and show you pictures and are like, I want this right now? Oh, absolutely. Now? 
Or they'll sit in my chair and be like, I need this or want that. And then I'm like, all right, let's bring it on back. Yeah. Why are we here? What are we doing? Because, right, like we have access to so much from the mm-hmm. internet, TikTok, Instagram. Patients come in and think they're the provider. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I'm the provider. I promise you I have your best interests at hand. So mm-hmm. I always have come with an open mind. I hear the patient. And then I give my professional opinion on what they I think that they should have done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what is the most dangerous, I don't want to say dangerous, like, spot to inject on your face? Like, the eye area, Mm -hmm. the lips, like, what would you say is, like, a very risky area, and do you have to get another license for it? Like, how does that work? So, there's complications with anything that you do, right? That can happen, and of course, using Instagram, TikTok, you see one bad patient, and it's all over (laughs) the place, like, with an occluded lip, Mm -hmm. and it's few and far between, That's why it's so important to make sure that you really vet and choose an injector wisely. We're not going on Groupon and finding buy one at 150% off because these are complications happen. But we're really taking the time to get to know our providers, not even that they're educated, but that they're a good fit for us. Mm -hmm. So these complications don't happen. Um, I guess for me, it's just knowing the anatomy of the face super well. There's one area that I won't inject um, just because I don't feel comfortable, but it's the nose. And again, I work for a facial plastic surgeon, so that's something that I refer to him. But any injectors that are new, um, I guess word of advice that I can give is if you don't feel comfortable, don't fake it till you make it. Either ask somebody, reach out to a fellow injector, and that's another thing that I really want to um, push towards is the community of injectors. Sometimes it can feel isolated. And that's something that I think me and Sam are trying to change is just to come together as community. Mm -hmm. There's enough patients out there for all of us to go around, for all of us to be Mm -hmm. successful. We don't have to hide our tips and tricks like... I want to be an open book. If you're a new injector coming in and you have questions, I would love to be able to share them with you. So Mm -hmm. I always want injectors coming after me to know that they can reach out to me, that there is community in this and we don't have to be alone. It's not like competition. Yeah, so my whole thing is community over competition. I love that. Oh, (laughs) I just had a good question. Go for it. (laughs) It'll come to you. (laughs) oh okay what would be your advice Mm -hmm. to someone who has an interest in the nurse in the aesthetic side of nursing how do they go about that that's the tough thing right now I must get messages at least one to two times a week and I know Samantha can say the same thing as well girls constantly reaching out that even you just mentioned Mm -hmm. that you want to get into this there's no really direct line into aesthetics so you have to be a nurse you have to have your BSNRN right And then it's expensive to really, for a provider to really believe in you and trust in you because these reps are the ones that are coming out and educating you on how to inject products, what to use. But as long, even though there's courses out there, I guess the analogy that I always use is you can go to school to get a bartending certificate, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean you're going to get hired. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing with the nurse injecting. You can go out and take these courses, but to really have an opportunity, it's all about knowing somebody. So what I can recommend to people is, There are courses on palate and things that you can take, but reach out to reps, reach out to your friends that are nurse injectors, try to shadow. I didn't stop for probably three years. Every rep in this area was probably like, she's annoying. She needs to stop. Somebody give her a job. But if you're passionate about it, just keep pushing though. Like keep shadowing people and the right opportunity will present itself. I mean, Brie definitely knows this. I mean, for months I was in and out of interviews and I got hired at a med spa and then they ghosted me because they found out I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. And I was just, it was a front desk uh, position. And because I'm not done nursing school yet. 
and I just wanted my foot in the door and I wanted to learn because obviously that's great yeah during nursing school you don't learn much at all (laughs) like you're going into it blindsided so I wanted that experience and uh, Bree saw me have like a full mouth out about it. She was like, I got the job. And then she posted the gender reveal picture and she was like, never heard back from that. Okay. <laughs> but you know what? At the same time, look at it as perspective though. Yeah. That wasn't meant for you. That wasn't the right opportunity. Yeah. So now you have room mm-hmm. to find something else. But something like that is a great way to get your foot in the door. A dermatology office, mm-hmm. a medical esthetician, anything that just kind of connects you to this realm, get out there and do. Yeah. And then... What are, me and my really good friend Sarah Cole, she's another injector, we're actually starting this group. It's called like Nurses Gone Wild, I'm missing away. But <laughs> it stands cute. for Women Influencing Leading Through Development. So we're trying to get nurse injectors in this area, community over competition. But also we want to invite space for new injectors like yourself mm-hmm. that aren't in this community yet. So that's something that we're just starting up. So oh, we'll have to connect and I'll share some information yeah. with that. On I that. definitely feel like when I was reaching out, I mean, I applied to probably like 20 plus yeah. medical spas, like all over South Jersey, Philadelphia. Super competitive. <laughs> it's so competitive. And I just felt like a lot of places I had to get interviews at and I walked in, it was so judgmental. And I was just like, okay, <laughs> I don't want to work here. And that's not a place you want to be, yeah. right? And it's just like, I don't, I guess I really don't understand why some people come off like, all right, it's competition pretty much and I don't like that like I want to I want to do this because like you said I want to make other people feel beautiful and I want to also be in a healthy work environment and meet people and experience like new things with I think I had like 10 interviews and at least like eight of the places I went to I felt like yeah. They were very standoffish. Well, I can like... sympathize with that. Believe me, I went through the <laughs> ringer with that. But now look where I'm at, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, it's everything that I embody as a person, being authentic, still helping people, and I get to work with my best friend. It's yeah. wild. I never in a million years, and she's not my friend because of work. Me and her have been friends for probably close to eight years now. Yeah. That's so so we have seen each other in our 20s go through a lot. <laughs> yeah. So, and she travels with me. Yeah. So the fact that I look at her when we travel, I'm like, who let us work together? <laughs> but it's crazy, though. I would have never expected yeah. in a million years. And, again, I can sympathize because I've been in those situations mm-hmm. where I didn't feel wanted or I felt judged or I wasn't good enough. Yeah. But look what happened. Yeah. So just don't give up. Always be authentic to yourself, and an opportunity will present itself to you. I think it's pretty ironic that this is the area of nursing that is becoming the most popular, and it's never really touched upon on in like during nursing school. No. Mm-hmm. And if you, crazy. I know, like, I sat next to a girl, and that's, like, she was, like, I'm going into aesthetics. Like, I do, I want nothing to do with the hospital. Like, I just know. And I felt like she was kind of, like, looked down upon, mm-hmm. like, when she would, like, express that. You know, you go around, you're, like, what kind of nursing are yeah. you into? And I was, like, that's crazy, because that's such a leading area to be in right now. So for school to make you feel like you have to go through the hospital and then go through the whole burnout process just to get there. It's like the one area that I wish that they did talk more about during school. Oh, I couldn't agree more. It's just that burnout is real. And Mm -hmm. again, the hospital, it taught me a lot about what I needed to know, right? Even bedside matter as far as dealing with patients here. But yeah, I mean, I do think we're shifting into a period where Botox and filler is more accepted, but it is tough, though, too. Like I even said before, I told some of my family members that this is what I was doing, and the comment was, you wasted your education. And I'm like, no, I'm actually making more now, and I get to make people happy, and nobody's dying. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I love that. Um, one of the things that we highlight 
in like during our podcast mm-hmm. is just basically being in your 20s and 30s and 40s like it doesn't just have to be in your 20s but mm-hmm. just feeling very confused kind of mm-hmm. and and not sure like where life's going to lead you so what is a piece of advice that you wish you could have given to your younger self let's think honestly is cliche as this might sound just to trust in the universe stop trying to grab onto the future and change things and think about what if because when we do that we forget to stand still and realize that we have everything right now in this moment so i've had a great full life and continue to have one but there's moments that i worried so much about where i was going to be what job i was going to have who i was going to meet next and i forgot everything that was happening right in front of me so even now i like to remind myself in my 30s just be still I have my moments where I'm just like, what's next? What's next? Mm -hmm. And just take a moment for yourself just to reflect on how far that you've come. Because I know none of you sitting right here are the same person as you were last year. Mm -hmm. So going into the new year, just take a moment and think about how much you have accomplished in this last year. Even if it's something is starting, like, you'll get you guys just to start a podcast, right? Mm -hmm. Connecting with people, meeting with people. But what I wish I would have told myself is just be kind to yourself, right? And just trust that in this moment you're meant to be here. It's been really reassuring having guests on who are a little bit older than us and, like, that be their advice. Like, you guys are good because, I like, especially our generation, we're just, like, we're fucking rough on each other. Like, I I see someone getting married and I'm like, oh, my God, why is that not me? But I'm like, what? But why? Yeah, like, yeah, so it's just definitely been humbling to have guests on and see, like, their experience and be like, okay, like, breathe, we're good. Like, you know, we have time. (laughs) You feel like you're on, like, this ticking time clock. You're like, I have to hurry up and get through life, like. But there you That's go. Not Hurry up and get through. Like, no, you want to slow it down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Definitely. Do you guys have any more? I I know I have a million questions. This is all I watch on TikTok. Yes. Yeah. I'm like trying to think. Like, what the heck? I know. But do you ever get? So my one question is, is it okay? So like, let's say if I started getting Botox now yeah. and I wanted to stop in like a year, is that going to affect my skin? within the next five years? Like, is there not a difference? No. No. That's what I tell people. The people that are scared, I'm like, it's not permanent. I'm yeah. like, guess what? In three to four months, if you hate it, it goes away. But I promise you won't hate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get addicted. That's all that it is, though. It's just, it, all it does is paralyze the muscle. Okay. So just think any type of animation. Botox can be used upper face, lower face. It's good with texture. It can be microneedled into the skin. There's so many things that you can do with it. But no, it's not permanent. Mm-hmm. It's reversible. Even filler, reversible. So it's nothing that commitment right we all have commitment mm-hmm. issues so there's nothing that you need to commit with right yeah so there okay well i think that's about it um thank you so much for coming oh, on it pleasure. was we definitely it was learned so, so much come here. this is such a cute yeah oh, this is fun i love it yeah this is, this is awesome we'll definitely have to do something again of soon of course i would love to yeah once we start getting our faces injected <laughs> and then you can talk about your yeah <laughs> All right, well, do you want to let them know your socials and how they can contact you? Absolutely. So I'm super active on my Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is Becker Injector Brook. Uh, again, you guys can message me on there. Any questions? I love going back and forth with my patients. So, yeah, reach out. Give me a follow. That's awesome. So definitely check her out because this office is adorable. She's adorable. <laughs> yes. We're literally obsessed. <laughs> Thank you, guys. <laughs> um, so don't forget to tune in every Monday for a brand new episode on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We are no longer on YouTube, so you can check us out on those two platforms. Also, give us a follow on Instagram and TikTok. We love you guys, and don't forget to do what makes you happy since tomorrow isn't always promised. I love that. <laughs> Bye, guys. See ya. See ya.